Hey, hey y'all. y'all. And welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Generation podcast, where we bring you a not-so-healthy dose of humor and reality as we get our hands dirty with some serious nostalgia and question everything. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's Misty. It's Ani. And today is the very last episode of the year, and which is kind of weird. So <laughs> We started this journey officially in march officially in march yeah it is now the end of 2022 yep we've been doing this for almost a year how which is kind of wild here? i i feel simultaneously like we've been doing this our whole lives and like that we started it yesterday <laughs> so like, like it's we're really still weird. really new to all this podcast stuff but like according to spotify rap like We've We're hit so well. many. We've hit so many milestones in the, like the last few months. Like it's just insane. Like we've been doing this, I think, for what nine months now, and Eight, yeah, about nine months. Yeah, yeah, and like we've hit so many milestones. We hit like a thousand uh, followers on Instagram, which was huge. I mean, we thought a hundred was huge, like all those months ago. We were all just like, sudden, ooh, hit triple like- digits. Like we're just looking at we're looking at the account like every day like we have four four followers until we hit one k and all of a sudden overnight it's like we have surpassed one k. Yeah, it was pretty much within like a few hours we went from like nine like eighty eight to like a uh, thousand and like twenty and it's just like shit. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we've hit a lot of milestones like the last these last nine months we've done way better than either of us thought we did we have international listeners which was not something either of us expected to especially in the capacity in which we have like we have really just covered the globe at this point which is wild i will celebrate when we finally hit japan yeah that's fair me too like i'll I'll celebrate when we hit japan and just like uh, just like that part of like Asia in general, because we haven't really hit like anywhere in that area. But uh, well, we have southeast, southwest Asia, southwest Asia. Did we? Yeah, we got Vietnam Asia. and Thailand and that's true. We yeah, we did. We discovered that pretty recently. Mm-hmm. So, which is really cool. So like that was. We started this because I like of the stupid we... decision to rewatch Twilight. <laughs> This literally happened. Yes, Misty decided she was going to rewatch Twilight. And I will oh, never whim. forget. I will never forget when and how this happened, where I was. It was at night. It's about maybe 7 o'clock at night. I'm at the 99 cent store with my mom <laughs> because she wanted to go look for random shit. I'm like, okay, we'll go. And we are having this discussion. Like I'm texting you, and you're just going. I decided to watch Twilight. I'm going. Why? Why yeah. are you doing? I this? was thinking why as I'm watching it. <laughs> to be fair, I wanted to listen to the the soundtrack again because I fucking love even now love the Twilight soundtrack. It is just mm, ten out of ten. Absolutely you did love say it. that was the reason why, but I'm also going. Just listen to it on Spotify, then. You don't need to watch it. Torture but it's yourself. not the experience. Like, I, I can't know. listen to it with a blue filter on. Like, it's just... <laughs> it's true. I'm going to have to put, like, a blue filter attached to my glasses to get the full angsty experience. It's, so. it's true. And so she just starts sending me messages, and I'm going... I really wish people could see 
the, like our conversation threads. I really That's... wish people could see this because it's just great. Yeah. And then we're like, why don't we just do a podcast since we talk about it so much? Like just via yeah, text. Yeah, that's true. Imagine that's how much true. more we talk about it if we just talked about it. We we did spend a lot of time like on and off just like at random. Oh, we should do a podcast. This is, all, you know, like, or we should do a podcast for that. And it's just like, and then I remember talking to my mom about it one day and, and it was just like, you know, Ani and I talk about like, oh, we should do a podcast. And she's like, so why don't you do a podcast? So <laughs> just, that's when it dawned on me. Like, oh, we could just do a podcast. We could just, we like, could just do one. We could just do one because we we were talking like as I was texting you like all of the stupid shit that was happening in Twilight, and uh, was as I'm as I'm watching it. And I didn't even watch the whole movie that day. Like I stopped watching it mm-hmm. so that you and I could watch it together. I think I got like twenty thirty minutes into it, and then we decided like you know what, why don't we do a podcast? And it was just because we kept talking about it and kept talking about it and kept talking about it, and we decided on like, doing. I'm starting with Twilight because clearly that's what spurred it. And also, I realized we have a lot to say about it. That's fair. We had a lot to say. We had a lot to say about Twilight. So, but, like, rewatching Twilight was, uh, in a lot of ways, amazing. Because, like, it was so... Like, I used to be such the huge Twilight nerd, and, like, to go back and, like, I've watched it since I was a teenager. Like, I've seen it a few times since then and everything, but, like, it just keeps getting worse the older mm-hmm. I get. It just keeps getting worse. And so, like, sitting there that day when I decided to watch it and, like, watching it was, like, a poor decision that of, like, I knew this was going to suck, but I was really in the mood to, like, for, like, to watch something purposefully bad as we've discovered especially as you've discovered this year um the type of movies that i watch are horrible d-rated movies and like you so you can tell why i like twilight back then (laughs) so but like sitting there watching it and i would just my text messages to you just kept getting longer and longer Mm -hmm. and longer and And they were just like and my thought was too as we were talking about like starting something to like share these things i thought maybe we would start like a like a like an instagram page yeah like an instagram page that well like that maybe just had like the screen captures of part of our conversations and stuff like that which i still think would be hilarious because sometimes some of the shit that we write i just think people should the internet should know um but uh, we will find a way to incorporate that into the podcast yeah we'll have to do that um We'll have to do something where we go back and just read some of the things we've texted each other without context. And <laughs> just like, just give like a sentence that are like, uh, like something like I've sent you and then your response and then just like no context for it whatsoever. So I, I love that idea. So like, but it's like, it's, that was our, that was the thought process behind it. It's just like, I really, like, I thought we were going to start like an Instagram or like a Tumblr page or something like that, that just had like screen captures of like our conversations or stuff like that. And like, maybe like group them based on like different topics and stuff like that. But now we went full podcast and which is something we had talked about before, but it was always joking, like a slight sense of seriousness, mostly joking. Mostly and then, joking. yeah. And it was just kind of like, oh, we could start a pod neither of us had any idea how that would work so because neither of us have like look uh her and i have never been involved in this kind of thing before anything like like podcasty televisiony like radio any like none of that which you could probably is very evident by the date 
of our first couple episodes. <laughs> We've improved. It was a learning curve, people. It was a learning curve. Yeah, so was having to watch rewatch Twilight like four times. Like oh I gotta be God. honest with you. You like, we rewatched that like four times, and you we listened to it for about nine. Yeah. Yeah, because back then, for one thing, we were using a totally different recording system, and it kept deleting portions of what we were doing. And it wasn't like 10-minute variants. It was like, hey, you've recorded two hours. We kept 13 minutes of it. And it's just like, (laughs) huh? And sometimes, like, it would be there because I'd, like, I'd check on it, and then I'd go back to, like, edit it, and it was just gone. And it's just like, and the people, like, who have the website... We're just like, uh, there's nothing we can do about it. Sorry, bye. And then, like, it couldn't remove the silences. So, like, I'm individually cutting out the little pieces of silence. Which is what took the editing process so long in those first couple of days. Like, we were giving ourselves, like, two weeks to, to like, from the point of editing, or point of recording to, to the point that it was coming out. And, like, it would take me, like, those whole two weeks uh-huh. because I'm having to go in and cut out, like, second by second in the individual line tracks for each voice and it's just it was a nightmare and now we have like two weeks worth of backlog (laughs) with the way that we're editing honestly yeah like most of the time the way we have it is it's two to three weeks in advance so um sometimes that changes a little bit like for the month of december it's really weird because we have all of the parody things recorded like pre-recorded but like i just finished editing krampus and that comes out this week Uh uh-huh so, like, that's really weird. And normally we don't have that problem. I haven't done anything of, like, finishing editing something the week it's due I, since we were still doing Twilight <laughs> movies, like, the franchise. Because, like, the, the first couple of movies, like, the two Twilight episodes and I think the two New Moon episodes were when, like, it was just kind of yeah. like a, hey, it comes out, like, tomorrow. Here you go. <laughs> uh, like, we haven't really done that since uh, since then. So, because, like, as we went on, like, it got, it got simpler. It got easier. Uh, Especially once we switched platforms, because then we didn't have to re-record things anymore. Because yeah. that was a big hindrance, because we were having to re-record and re-record and re-record over and over, which is taking up time. And then you have to, I had to edit everything, too. And so, like, that was it was just taking our two weeks. And in those two weeks, we had to watch the movie, like, four times. And then I had to edit it, and it's just, like, it was a huge pain in the ass. Yep. So. And then, eventually, it just broke my soul to the point that we switched platforms. So. <laughs> your soul. So. We use Podcastle now, which is so much easier. It's cleaner looking, for one thing. It hasn't deleted any whole... Well, I think it... It hasn't deleted any whole sections. We had one episode that was corrupted. Um, yes, that we had to redo. So I don't remember what episode it was now, but like we did have to redo um, one episode. But since we've been doing, I think we've been doing this podcast thing for like six months now or mm-hmm. something like that. But it's so much easier. It removes my silences, which is fantastic. Um, the only thing it can't do is filter out background noises. Yeah. So, so like you hear our pets and planes and stuff like that. And if I could figure out, like, if, well, not wait, wait, wait. So much you can plane. hear the planes outside my house sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. So, but I uh, didn't know that. Holy shit. Well, I mean, like, it clearly you listen to our episodes when I give them to you. So, like, if you, it's not something you've noticed for the most part. It's not that big <laughs> you, of a deal. That doesn't that doesn't work for me because I live here. I, this is like background noise to me. I never hear. Yeah. People can walk in the house and be like, "What is that sound?" I'll be like, "What sound?" Yeah. Like, there's, it, you hear it every once in a while, but it's not like it's an every episode kind of a situation, okay. so. 
But, like, you know, it's present in the background. I hear your dog more than I hear the planes. Well, the so. dog has a piercing in-your-face bark, and he's annoying. Like, we try to minimize the background noises as best we can. But we're both active. We're not, like, in studios. Like, we're doing this in our own houses, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... Like, it, it's just the way it works, so, but, you know, there's gonna, there's gonna be noise. It's, it's, I try to minimize it in the editing process, but if it's happening while one of us is talking, which is most of the time when it happens, <laughs> I, there's nothing I can do about it. There's yeah, no filter process on Podcastle for me to remove the background noises. Yeah, which it's is fine. Irritating, but, like, that's just all there is to it, so. But uh, I will take not deleting our stuff. And over background noise. Rem- yeah, and, and like being able to remove the silences over background noises. Like I'll take the background noises, thank you. Like I that's a hundred percent. I'd rather have background noises than just content gone. Yeah, like when you talk about think of when you have a conversation with just like somebody, the amount of pauses, natural pauses that come into your conversation and stuff like that. I have to delete every one of those. <laughs> I hated that so much. Podcastle, I just click a button and it does that. So what t- what used to be like when we edited Twilight, when I was editing the, the first like couple Twilight movies, it was a multi-day thing. Like for an episode that turns out to be like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, it was a multi-day process because of how long I had to sit there and click and take out and delete mm-hmm. each fucking little silence that was longer than like two seconds. And it was so, and I thought to myself, wow no wonder not a whole lot of people like do this and then like once we got once we got our new system like i was putting out episodes like nobody's business mm-hmm. and it was just like they were super they were the turnover rate for episodes is much faster at this point so it's much easier um to just do the process and i i really appreciate the fact that that's improved over yeah. time so like that's probably i'll, I'll give you like, that from a technical standpoint, that's my favorite part of the evolution of the podcast <laughs> is the fact that the editing's way easier. Now, granted, in the process, because, like, if you listen to Twilight and then you listen to one of our more recent episodes, you can tell there's a huge difference between them. I don't like to go back and listen to the first Twilight episodes because, like, the, the editing is just like, oh, my God, it makes me uh, cry. So um, but so like, cringe. But, like, if you go and listen to, like, the D&D episodes, for instance, it's got sound effects, background music, and, like, all of this, like, you know, like, the music changes based on the environment or the situation and stuff like that. Like, I, I am most proud on a personal note for the podcast of the evolution of editing capabilities that has happened, especially because... Uh, I have zero experience in it. Like, <laughs> I taught myself how to do this yes, from scratch. And I'm just like, I had no clue how to do this. Nowhere idea where to start. People fucking get degrees in this. And I'm just kind of like sitting there like, how, You're sitting how there like, do? You're saying I'm press a button and yeah, see what and it's it just does. Like, how do this? <laughs> just like, I don't know. So like that was on a... For a personal note with the podcast in this past uh, year that we've been working on it, past nine months that we've been working on it, that's what I'm, I'm most proud of for myself that I've accomplished with it. Because, and I'm very proud of our podcast and what we've done with it. I'm so this I've said it before and I'll say it again, it. but this is one of the things that I've done that I'm that I am proud of. It's yeah. like there's not a I'm a harsh critic for myself amongst yeah. other things, but like. This is literally something that I am proud of. I still enjoy doing it. 
Yeah. I don't dread it. Because um, that's a problem if I start to dread it. Um, but yeah, like, I'm just... Yeah. I don't really have any anxiety about what we do. Like, I'm not worried about negative comments. People can suck it. I don't give a shit. Nah. <laughs> I think we've only really had one, and it was a troll. And, and on, that was a like, troll. Apple. Yeah. Yeah. Like, on Apple Podcasts, I think, like that. Somebody who had actually didn't play any of the episodes, and they just left and a said, comment. And said, we have no idea like, what we're talking about. Do you? It's just like... Do you know what you're talking my about? My dude, you commented on, like, the Twilight episodes or something, and it's just like, are you telling me you're a Twilight expert? Because... <laughs> Not sure I'd brag about that. Not sure I'd brag about that, but at the same time, you can't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about with Twilight, (laughs) because I was a hardcore Twilight nerd as a teenager. I guarantee, like, I own the official guidebook, and I read it, okay? Like, that thick-ass book, I read that, Mm -hmm. okay? Like, no, you can't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. Especially because the next series we did after that was Harry Potter. I'm like, you can't come at me and tell me I don't know what I'm talking about Twilight or Harry Potter. Do not come at me about my Harry Potter knowledge, because that's just not going to go well for you. Yeah, and it's just like, I didn't compete once in a uh, a Harry Potter trivia contest, and my team came in first for a reason. Like, mm. you too? Yes. I was on on my first cruise, and the big uh, trivia that I was hoping for was like the last day. So it was the day at sea, and there was a Harry Potter trivia, and I'm like, I am gonna be there. And I (laughs) packed up whatever, because I was hanging out at the pool. I have my book yeah. with me, and I packed up. I'm like, I know where it is. It's like 10 minutes to start, and I walk in, and this room was packed. Ooh. I found a spot, and I sat down, and there was like, what, 18 questions? Wow. I got 16 right. Ooh. No one else. Everyone started falling off at like 12 or 13. I'm like, uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, oh, you guys are fucked. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. What are the Shit. questions? So, so the one that, one of the ones that I got wrong that I remember this was how many staircases are there? And I never get that right. Yeah. It's like, what, There's 147 a or something? There's a stupid amount of staircases in this castle. But the one that I'm proud of is yeah. the question. It was a trick question. They asked what killed or like, like who was like... How did Moaning Myrtle die? Or like not a how, but like, what was the reason that Moaning Myrtle died? Yeah. And everyone said it's the Basilisk, or it was Voldemort. And I'm like, no, no, no. She died because of that stupid Slytherin girl who was making fun of her. That's why she was in the bathroom. That's fair. And I wrote That's... that down, and I got it right. Like, everyone's like, what the fuck? I'm like, uh-huh. Don't mess with <laughs> That's... me. That's very true. <laughs> that is very true. You know, like, so you can't challenge us on our Harry Potter knowledge. You can't challenge us on our Twilight knowledge because I will fully admit, like, I was super hardcore into Twilight as a teenager. Like, that was my jam. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, look, I was a a goth girl who was just super into vampires. Okay, like, I was very much of a, uh, I was once described as a sophisticated punk. And I... I had a weird, I had a weird phase where I wore fedoras a lot, so, like, that was a thing. So did I! (laughs) This is why we're friends. (laughs) Equally cringe. (laughs) I was, like, 16! Yeah, I'd have, like, my 
long sleeve, like collared white button down, a vest on top of that, and my fedora. I would go everywhere <laughs> like that. I was wearing a like a quarter sleeve um, turtlenecks with a fedora and slacks. <laughs> I always had my jeans. I had my jeans, the chucks, my button down, and my vest, and yeah, and a fedora. Oh, how many did you have? Like a collection of fedoras. I had like I think two or three. Yeah, I think I had. I want to say. Four, because I know I, I think I had two black ones, a gray one, and I had one that had stripes on it. So, and uh, I remember one of them, I had a heart-shaped paper clip, so I had like put that in the side of it and everything like that, and it was just like, for for a hot second, I thought I was real cool, and I was I described we once. Real, as, I thought I was real cool. Yep, I was once described while wearing all of that as a sophisticated punk because I was also willing to just break someone in half. It was very, high school it. wasn't great. I was very angry. Like, really, really, really angry all I the time. I love it. So, I had two, I had two, I had, well, I had two main settings and a bonus setting. I had really angry, really depressed, and a little bonus setting of happy. <laughs> so, like, slash weird. So, like, there was just kind of, like, those little settings, and somehow that, like, ended up into like twilight nerd and fedora wearing person <laughs> so like i don't know how those like came together to form that but they did and that's what happened so you know how it is but yeah so of everything we've done with the podcast what are you most proud of that we've done or that you've done personally with the podcast let's see besides the podcast itself mm-hmm. what Let's see. Let me go through because I want to say the thing that I'm most proud of right now is one of our more recent ones. So before okay. I say what that is, I want to just go through and see what we've done. Okay. I am I am proud of the art that I've done. That's fair. You've done some really good art. Um I want I okay. From the way it's looking, my most proud thing is Work Horror Stories 1. Okay. And my fish slap. <laughs> That's fair. That's I really have established fair. what kind of character Valkaria is going to be. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> you have absolutely established Valkaria as a character at this point. Like, she is unique in every sense of the word. But that, Valkaria embodies the best parts about playing D&D. It's the absolute random chaos, the doing weird shit to keep your DM on their toes, and, like coming up with crazy shit that your dm then has to figure out like how do i in a way make it so that she doesn't break the physics of the world (laughs) (laughs) and still keep them on track like how do i keep it from her from like breaking the multiverse and like keep you guys flowing in in like the correct direction so I will say one of the things I'm proud of, uh, besides like learning to edit, which is really just that's a whole ass skill. That's a whole it ass is. actual skill. Um, the other thing I'm really proud of is uh, being a DM for the first time. Like I am very proud of that. I so. I'm on top of being like before we get to the fish part. I'm very proud that I got to do D and D finally. 
Yep, you've learned how to do and you and Aaron should be both be like super proud. You guys are doing really, really well and you've taken I, to learning it really I well am too. I'm having so much fun with this. And with all the stuff that we found out about Val today, but all like yeah. the stuff that I can get. Yeah. Oh, I have so many things I want to try. <laughs> more chaos to ensue on us. And more shadow <laughs> sorcery stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like as you as you go too, you get new like new things and you advance more for it. So, but you know, and like you get to unlock new stuff and new abilities and stuff like that. You know, like I'm very proud of like learning to DM for the first time. Granted, I didn't make my whole like I didn't make the whole world, which is fine. Um, like it is Matthew Mercer's Alexandria, which I right. adore so much. But the nameless city. Like, I made that. <laughs> like, you, I made that. And all the art and story and detail that you built into this world. Oh, oh, I love. Thank you. There's so much. Like, when we released the 1,000 uh, followers on Instagram, the D&D bonus content that we did, um, like, writing it was so much fun. But I had to keep cutting myself, like, in a limit. I'm like, I can't. Like, I don't want to put every single itty bitty little piece of detail in there but it, like because like they were getting like really long in some ca- occasions but like i could sit there and tell you about like jucinda's life in great detail I, or like i want to know so much about jucinda like she's a character yeah. that i really want to know more about she's very unique i could tell you about your father i could tell you about your like val's mother i could tell you about like uh jazara's mother and like the silent hammers and the crystal catchers and like all this shit and like i could just sit there for hours and just tell you about each and every single fucking person in the city i could tell you about like the librarians and what they do and how that works and like all this stuff so i'm very proud of getting to sit down and create the nameless city just as a whole like there was so much and i i like to think that there aren't a lot of logical holes in the city okay of like how it works and how it functions like how their economy works and like how they're like farming and trade and like all you know like well there's no trade but like how they're (laughs) just the basic levels of their the fundamentals of a city in complete isolation would function and i did spend a lot of time trying to hammer those out like how their economy works and how new resources are brought in and like how their school works and like because the problem with the school too which is one of the things that i had to spend a lot of time thinking of is like a damp fear can live for hundreds of years. And right. An elf can live for, like, a thousand years. But, like, a, like a human only has a normal human lifespan. <laughs> and, like, so the the growth rate of, like, the maturity rate of, the, of each person is a lot different. Like, hobbits don't reach maturity, I think, like, the age of, like, the human equivalent of 18 until they're 35. So, like, there's a huge difference there. So, like, the, the 35-year-old hobbits can't go to school with, like, the human equivalent of the eight-year-olds. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> so, like, it, it was a lot of me sitting there and, like, how how does this work without... Because I didn't want to separate them either because, like, right. that's historically not a good thing. <laughs> so, like, I didn't want to do that either. So, like, I had to, like, really think about how it would functionally, like, balance because I've never played in a D&D campaign or come across, like, listening to one that has an active school system like they Mm -hmm. they pay attention to it in a way that's like i've listened to like a couple that are like offshoots of like harry potter like harry potter style ones and stuff like that um or and i know there's a um there is one the strixhaven 
uh, module is set, I believe, in a, in a magical college. I want to say, at the very least, it's a magical school. I think it's a magical college. I'm not entirely Pig sure. Yeah, more or less. And uh, <laughs> possibly, which is more danger, though. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, like, it, it's set in, like, that kind of uh, a setting. But I've never, I've never experienced that. So, like, how school works in these settings was kind of different. And it's just like, but you can't have the equivalent of, like, an 18-year-old going to school in the same class as, like, a first grader. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, the 5-year-old and, like, the 18-year-old can't be in the same class together. So, like, but just because they're both, like, the same physical age of, like, 18 doesn't mean they're at the same maturity level. So I had to sit and think about that. And I spent a bunch of time, like, Googling, like, race age ranges and stuff (laughs) like that. And I'm just like, okay. So, like, there's a lot of, like really fine details I spent a lot of time thinking about, like, how they publish books and, like, how they get food and, like, how they bring in new supplies and stuff like that and, like, just the organization of the city and and all that. So I did spend a lot of time just sitting there thinking about that, even before I wrote out all that bonus content. Because let me tell you, I made up a lot of stuff as I was just writing the bonus content. Just just off the top of my head like the moon matrons um that protect the kel tower were new that was something i made while i was writing that stuff out um the author and book writing system was new as i was doing that and f you sweet the author ah uh, yes <laughs> i loved i loved that so much and i so much want to do something so you guys can experience like looking for this author or something like that just because i know the stuff that goes on with it and like nobody else does and it's just like it's a funny inside secret that only i know and it's real weird i uh, you you don't understand i am so ready for all of this and it's just it's so much fun and it's really fun just to get to play D&D with you and Aaron like, it's so, so much fun. Easily the most fun I've ever had playing d and I'm you know, really like, glad that we started, like, our first foray into D&D was with uh, just a short camp, like, a small group. So that yeah. we can, like, learn every aspect of it and not yeah. spend, like, seven hours with, like, eight people trying to figure out how to do this shit. Yeah. And that was, that was a thing, too. And one of the reasons I didn't want to bring, like, other people technically into this yeah. And just wanted to do it with you and me and Aaron is because, first of all, like, I'm a brand new DM. Like, I've never DM'd before. But you guys have never played D&D before this either. So, like, it was going to be, a, like, a learning process. Mm-hmm. And if we were going to learn, I wanted it to be together and just, like, not have experienced people at the table. So we could just go through this, you know, a step at a time. Like, yeah. I've played D&D before and I know a lot about D&D. I look up weird facts for fun. Like, <laughs> I'll just be sitting there and I'll be like, you know what would be really cool is, like, if you had a character and they could do this with this spell and then i go and i look up the spell and like then the rules that would like go with it to see if this is a scenario that would work and like that's just something i spend my time doing you know and it's just like and i look up weird random ass facts about just dnd mechanics that? you know so it's just like that's how i i learned so much about harry potter and twilight as i would just think of things and just randomly go down the rabbit hole of the wikis yep. <laughs> it's just like i'd spend a bunch of time yep. doing that but like I, I like the fact that the everybody at the table is new in some aspects. Like, you yeah. guys are new players just as a whole. I'm a new DM. Like, if I fuck up, it's not a big deal. If you guys fuck up, it's, it's not, not a, big a big deal. deal. Like, it's just, it's a learning process for everybody involved. And there's not, like, this huge expectation either. No. I also really just like the fact that, like, I get to be your guys' first, like, DM, mm-hmm. like, D&D experience. And, like... 
I, it is so cool and so much fun for me that I get to be the one to craft the world you guys experience for the first time. I, like, that is so cool for me. I, I don't understand how much I really like the world that you're coming up with, like... I'm really glad. So it's it's so much fun. Like I there are parts of it where like I just feel like I should be like creating everything from scratch and I'm just mm-hmm. like I don't I I don't create everything from scratch. Like the world itself is not Exandria is not my creation that right. belongs to Matthew Mercer. But like once we get past all of the stuff going on in like Pale Bank and Isle Cross and everything like that, everything that happens and is like my own original creation and everything like that. The starting with the the you guys dealing with these vials and this frozen like illness and stuff like that, that was a that was part of a module. It pretty much is going to go off the rails from here. Like you guys are going to go look for like the cure or whatever. Um that's the only part of like going to look for the cure that is something that I didn't come up with. Everything else what you encounter, where you go, like this thing I have that's gonna happen while you guys are going around uh that all of that like is stuff that I I I made and it'll be really interesting because I can't wait to see as we go more of it is my own original just stuff that I created and there's one of the things that I made that you guys will encounter after you leave there's two things um after you guys leave like this frozen tundra area and like everything in pale bank is over um and as you guys like head like out into the world i have two things that i made from scratch one of them i made on a whim and i i love it i absolutely love it and i was thinking about bringing in a guest for that but i might not just because i want it to go in a very specific way direction okay yeah and so like i might just do it myself so like i just i want it to be very specific um, but I came up with that on a whim, and I just, I, I love it so much, and I can't wait for you to experience it. But there's also a different thing you guys are going to be experiencing. I have been working on it since we started the idea of doing the campaign. Oh. And it's very interactive. <laughs> like, there's a lot that's going to happen. Um. And, okay. But, it, like, it's really exciting, and it's a lot of fun, and I can't wait for you guys to experience it, and I keep adding shit to it. I have so many web pages saved of, like, reference notes and things like that for some of this stuff. But, like, that's one of my favorite parts is getting to, like, craft and add things that you guys get to experience. And that I, I there's so many parts of this campaign that I just, I think to myself, I can't wait for you guys to get there so you can experience, so I can tell you this story. All right. And like, I'm... that's just, it's so much fun for me. Cause I'm just like, they're going to love this or like, <laughs> oh my God, that's going to like be so cool or so crazy or so holy shit. <laughs> just like, mm. so I haven't killed off any of you yet either, which not is yet. Like a little impressive. Not yet. So. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised we're not dead yet. Yeah, yeah. So I will say I did, um, there's a, a feature on D&D Beyond that lets you test the hardness of an account, of an encounter, of like how hard something will be. And I was putting in the stats um, a couple days ago. Okay. And I was testing out like an encounter I'm going to have you guys run. And uh, it is set at the highest difficulty rating for your guys' level. And I'm like, huh. All right, so because okay. you guys have got experience under your belt, you've got now three levels under your belt, and Jazara has a fourth level under her belt. I'm gonna start really hitting you guys in these combats. At least, you know, at least, maybe not in every one of them where I try to like wipe you off the face of the earth. But there's a couple of <laughs> Wait, them on here. Yeah, let's not wipe us out just yet. 
She's like, next episode is learning how to create a new character. (laughs) (laughs) Recap on what happened last week. Valkaria got hit in the face with a meteor. And it's just like a fish came up out of the ocean and bitch slapped Valkaria in the face with a person. (laughs) So, like, you know. But uh, there's there's a lot of it that I've I've made some things from scratch and like there there's so many like things I have made like mm-hmm. from scratch that you guys haven't encountered yet and like that you haven't seen yet like that chart that my mom was just like I thought you liked these people <laughs> over like you guys haven't encountered that yet you will as of next episode um, <laughs> but uh, but you know like it'll be I don't you like I, these people yeah and. I love this chart so much, and I can't wait until we get to the point where you guys do it, so I can, I can publish it like to the on our website and put it out for people, and so maybe that you guys can like read and realize, oh fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, that first, the next episode that we do will be very interesting because you guys are gonna, um, you're gonna have something really, really weird happen. But. Okay. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, and, like, that, it's fun, so much fun for me to just to sit and come up with, like, all of these weird things and, like, these fun things and crazy things. And uh, I add little details, like, all the time or, like, new characters. Like, I wrote you and Aaron, like, morally gray people <laughs> for your futures. So, like... That you will be, you'll meet at some point, whether you like them or you absolutely hate them, like, is, is, or whether, to be clear, whether Val and Asha hate them is different than whether or not you guys will hate them, so. Ah, I see what you mean. Okay. So, you know, like, I I think you guys will like them as, like, I think Ani and Aaron will like them. I'm not entirely sure how Val Val... and Asha will feel. Okay. Okay. So, it'll, it'll be an experience, you know, and I've, like, I've adjusted some things like that. I will say... Um, part of the overarching plot I did take from one of the books that you gave me from your ex. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> that's also a lot of fun for me, too, as I flip through his former books and I'm just like, hmm, I'm going to use these to entertain your ex-girlfriend. So <laughs> I love that. Yes, so I figured wonderful. you would enjoy that. So, but, uh, you know, like, and like, I have been, this whole overarching plot for, like, the campaign, like, in my head. It's a little weird for me to think that we might not get to these until, like, the end of this coming year. You know, like, the, like or, like, maybe even the year after that. Like, I don't know. But, like, it just depends on, like, how how fast any of it goes. But, you know, like, it's it doesn't bother me. Like, it could take for as long as it wants. It's just... It's interesting for me to think about, like, you know, I, I know all of these things and you guys just might not we learn don't. them for like a couple of years. <laughs> and it's just like, ah, it's a little odd to think about. But, you know, like it will make it better when you do find out mm-hmm. these things, like uh, when you do find these things and encounter these things and stuff like that. And I really can't wait to watch Val and Asha like grow as characters and like as you guys, like, experience more. Because Valkaria, to me, is very much, like, a... She's young, and she's experiencing the world for, like, the like the outside world for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, like, out of, like, the safety and the boundaries of, like, everything she's had before. You know, and, like, for the perhaps for the first time, really facing real-life consequences for the things that could happen to her. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting to see. Because, like, right now she's in that stage of, like, not she's very playful with everything that she does and things like that, you know, in like kind of like in a demented serial killer kind of way (laughs) Uh as, uh, as you know, we like our girl. 
That's true. But, like, she's experiencing this world that doesn't know who she is for the first time. And a world that she's not used to, because, like, we're from the Underdark. Like, we don't know how the... Yeah, uh, and you guys are really... You guys are really going to start encountering, like, really different cultural differences, Mm -hmm. like, once you leave the North, too, because the country's south of pale bank are really different like really really different and you guys are gonna go through like a lot of new experiences across the board so it'll be i believe that it'll be interesting to see how valkaria like matures as she Mm -hmm. encounters like the real like the rest of the world i already have some ideas of how this is gonna work so yeah and like just to see how she grows and like how like asha like might become like more assertive and stuff like that you know and like she's mm-hmm. she's very much like a bookworm and everything like that but now she's going to be put in situations where her life is continuously in danger At and like risk, how that'll yeah. that'll change her and stuff like that and jazara who like is going to have to learn a new place in the world because like the way she grew up it, like her house everyone has an exact place and you know your place and, and she doesn't have a really a place in the surface world yeah, and, like, her place with you guys is now, like, her main, like, focus and, like, doing what she needs to do to keep all of you alive and maybe find something to help the Underdark again. Yeah. And uh, try to survive. Like, she's very focused at the moment on just keeping everybody alive. Like, that's her big thing at the moment. And, like, it's kind of scary to realize that, well... You know, when a mission was over, when she worked in the Underdark, like, she just got to go home at the end of it. And there's no going home now. So, yeah, like, no, it's a, there's, we have nowhere to it's go. A, it's a big thing for, like, all three of them. And it's just, like, there's no more home to go back to. There's no safe haven you can hide in anymore. It's just three of us. And it's just, it'll be interesting to see how that grows and, like, it, it develops and stuff like that. And what happens when you guys encounter, like, new people and make new friends and, like, or, and enemies. So. And enemies. Yeah. So, is this the part where I should read some of my favorite quotes for the year? Yes. Of things that we did. I don't have, like, a whole lot of them, but I have a couple. Oh, man, I Um, had written that down somewhere, and I lost it. And, uh, so, like, I just have a couple, but I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read some of them. So, one of them, um, (laughs) uh, one of them is from some conversation you and I are had, uh, are having about you being a lizard, and like laying outside and being a lizard. Be, be and, a lizard. And the quote is be the lizard you want to see in the world. I I will say I did say that. And you were outside saying you were being you were lizarding. Oh, so I was outside lizarding. Okay. Yeah, you're outside lizarding and I said be the lizard you want to see in the world. For all those listening, when I say that I am outside lizarding, that means I am sitting outside on a crisp day. In my hoodie, in my sweats, and I am just starfished on the concrete in my yard as lizarding. I'm soaking in the sun. Lizarding. That, that is That's... me lizarding. She's lizarding. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, uh, this one is from our D&D campaign. It is oh, from yes. Valkaria. Of course it is. It's fish time. It's fish time! <laughs> the tone of voice that you said that in was just the most brilliant thing. And you're just like, it's fish time. It's <laughs> just like with the most amount of mischief. It's fish time. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm glad you enjoy that. 
I loved it. It was is honestly one of my favorite quotes from the podcast. Um, another one. Uh, I I I I vaguely remember the context in which this was said. However, vaguely. on its own is very strange. Fifty Shades of Honk. <laughs> yep. Just Fifty Shades the of honk. honk. Yeah, the honking and just talking about like me being I think me being an audiobook narrator for smut yes. books. You being where I would just make bo- honking noises. <laughs> you that yeah, that you would make a honking sound for all of the every, inappropriate bits. Every inappropriate thing. So if you have someone who's, you know, under seventeen or something. You know. It was it was uh, underage appropriate smut books, yes. I guess, because underage like they were censored, books. but with goose honking sounds. Mm-hmm. So that was mm, um, Ariel when she was a guest on the podcast, and we were talking about fan fiction, and her and I were talking about um, different types of uh, fan fictions that we read, and she said. We're all about the Fix It AUs, and like all about the Fix It Ultimate <laughs> Universes the, the is the it AUs is the entirety of the reason that I read fan fiction is for the fucking Fix It AUs, yep. and I feel like I should have that tattooed on my soul. <laughs> you want to get like, tattoos while you're here? Because we can do that. Oh God, no, <laughs> no. Like, first of all, we're getting Cyndaquils, you and I, and, like, the, yes, those are, are going to be big, and then just, like, I want my first tattoo to be simple, so, mostly because I've never had one before, so I don't know how all well I'll do, and I don't want to get halfway through a Cyndaquil and have to tap out, so. <laughs> have to tap out. You never know. Oh I've never God. had a, I've never had a tattoo before. Okay. So, um... The I think the only other one I have written down was another one from D and D, and it starts out with Valkaria. Uh, no, it it starts out with Asha, and she says, "I pull out my dagger," and then it's followed by Valkaria saying, "I pull out my fish." <laughs> I pull out my dagger. I pull out my fish, and then Jajar is going, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I pull out my dagger. I pull out my fish. Pull out my dagger. I pull out my fish. Holy shit. <laughs> And it's just, like, I love those so much. There's so many, like, things that we've said in, like, the early episodes and stuff like that that I really love, but these were more recent, and, like, I just, I can't help but love them so much, because it's just, like, the <laughs> stupid shit. Like, Fifty Shades of Honk, not yeah. in context, is weird. In context is worse, and that's bizarre. So... That was truly some of the, my favorite things that I that have been said recently, like, on the podcast. Like, it's just... Mm. I will say, like, in regards to fan fiction, because we, we were just talking about that. So, um, as we discovered recently, I've talked about it on here before, too. Not just about pod, uh, fan fiction, but how I don't read as many novels anymore. Yeah. And, like, I don't read a lot of... And it drives me nuts that I don't read a lot of novels anymore. And, like, I continuously just buy novels that I don't read, and I have all these, like, to-be-read books everywhere. I recently did a count, uh, lovely listeners, of all of the fan fiction I've read this year. Um, And when I counted, it was 219 fan fictions. Um, The first 50 alone were more than 2 million words, which is double the size of the entire Harry Potter series. Um, And that was just the first 50. I didn't count the rest of them because I'm like, the first 50 is over 2 million words. I'm just going to take that as an average and just assume... As an average? It was going to be like, you know, like, what, 4 point... 
something million words. It is just like, yeah. So, and well, you know, uh, if it's two million for fifty, then it's four million for a hundred. So that's eight million words, uh, and then some because that the count that I did of two hundred nineteen is no longer accurate because I have read more since then. So. Um, it is, it is 220 something at this point. So. Holy shit, girl. Yeah. I've read 220 stories this year. So that's a lot. That is <laughs> like, a lot. There's a couple of them that are 600,000 words long and like 500,000 words and, and many where that do were you over find 100. the time? You have your school, you have the podcast, you have, I don't know what else. And then I'm here. Going like, I still can't finish, I can't fucking finish one book. That's one of the benefits for me, though, is the fact that it's on my phone. Anytime I look at my phone, I just open it, and there's a fan fiction right there. And it's just like, there you go. So anytime, like, I'm waiting for something, like, like if I'm, uh, like, just when I, uh, every once in a while I go pick up my mom from work, and, like, I'll just sit there, and what I'll be doing, I'll be reading. Like, I'll be sitting at my desk, like, waiting for, like, uh, somebody to answer me for an email or like I'll be sitting there like r- right before I go to bed at night and I'll just be reading right before I go to bed and just like you know or like while I'm waiting for something to cook it's just there so yeah 220 um stories I read this That's year a lot. so that is in I, about 8 million I admire words. you for that thank you <laughs> I feel a lot better now that I counted and everything like that because I was thinking to myself I really wish um AO3 did like a, a wrapped like a, like a Spotify wrapped style of like what it was and like everything you read over the year. Maybe not breaking down everything over <laughs> the year, but like genres, how many you know, like word counts and stuff like that would have been nice. I mean, there's there's some things that nobody just needs to know, uh, <laughs> but uh, like the base things that like would be would be good. And uh, yeah, I went and I sat down and I counted because they keep they do keep a history, and I and I counted. I went down through all of the so many pages of history, and I counted them by hand to see how many I had Mm-mm. and and the word count of each one, and it's just like no. So, yeah, 8 million words and 220 stories was a lot. And, like, I was expecting more of them to be small because I do like to read, like, the small, like, short ones and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, and and, uh, it was a lot of them that were really long. And the more that I expected, like, a lot of them were, like, over 100,000 words. And it was just like, all right. I I don't get it. I've I've read I've read many and like the the watching the arc of what I was into like I will read like like six seven maybe ten of like Harry Potter ones and then all of a sudden like it'll like be a <laughs> sprinkling of something random and then like oh here's like seven or eight like one for Naruto and then like sprinkling of a couple other something random here like the the randomness of like I was scrolling through and there's like Harry Potter Harry Potter Harry Potter more Harry Potter and then all of a sudden Star Trek and then Harry Potter <laughs> Star Trek and it was just like random shit like that and it was just back and forth with like just weird like random like could trace my arcs of like what i was into throughout the whole year speaking of star trek mm-hmm. now i will preface this with to all of our listeners you've been hearing us talking about how we were gonna go to forks and seattle for our one year anniversary that is no longer happening because it's too expensive and we're not that rich we're poor we couldn't see spending several thousand dollars to visit 
of something about Twilight. <laughs> like we couldn't we couldn't justify several Shit thousand dollars for Twilight. Up, guys. So we're just like, you know what? Erin had the smartest idea. She's like, why doesn't Misty just come here? Here being LA. So Misty will be coming to us. Yep. And we're gonna have a blast. And we're gonna we're having a full Disney day when she gets here. Park hopping and <laughs> Park hopping with Lunar New Year festivities and Sweethearts Night. It'll Y'all don't want to know how much I dropped for three tickets for Sweethearts Night. That's valid. Um, now, speaking of Star Trek, do you want to go see Starfleet Academy in person? That's a, yeah, that's, I forget that's a college there, right? Like it was filmed that at a is college. Me, that's where me, I went. That's where Aaron went. Geneva. Jack. We all went to CSUN. I hadn't thought of it, to be honest with you. I forget that it's... I just... I My knowledge of, like, filming locations doesn't exist. That's less than my knowledge of actors, and we know <laughs> how bad that is. So, like, I hadn't really thought of it. Uh, it just it popped into my head when you said Star Trek. I'm like, oh, oh, Starfleet. I do love Star Trek. It I, is only like three that... miles from my house. Is it really? Jesus yes. Christ, that's quick. School is real close to my house. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, yeah. Like, why I'm so not? Excited for you to see like my city and be like how Aaron and I live. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I don't. It's been so long since I've seen LA. I don't really remember it. I remember Disney, but I don't really remember LA itself. So, like, I granted last time I was there, I was like super fucking young. So, like, yep. I mean, like single digits young, mm-hmm. <laughs> like kind of a thing. So, but uh, I don't. I don't remember much about now, L.A. itself. When when I su- suggested the, uh, the bookshop day, mm-hmm. we have at least five Barnes & Nobles, and they all look different from each other. And we can get to all of them in, like, a day. Like, they're not far from me. Like, it's doable if you want to do all of them, plus the last bookstore, plus uh, the Skylight books. I don't think we need to go to five Barnes & Nobles. I'm not saying we need to five, <laughs> I... but, like... Location wise, because there's one that I worked at. Yeah. Their selection isn't bad, but like the location is man, nothing special about the location. Yeah. Americana and the Grove, three stories. They're pretty. They're in like this nice outdoor mallish type thing. Yeah. I would say like pick and like a nice Barnes and Noble or like an interesting looking one, but just try to group it so that it's in the same general vicinity as whatever else that we're doing. You know, like, it doesn't have to be anything. I don't know if there's one near the last bookstore, but, like, in the vicinity of it. So it's, oh, like... DTLA. We can probably... We can we can go to the last, book, the last bookstore and get the charcoal ice cream and then head towards Beverly Hills through the west side. and Or we should probably head through... Yeah, through Westwood. And we'll get to the Grove. So, yeah, I mean, just, like... Cause I, I, as long as it's just convenient and stuff like yeah. that. I will say I'm surprised... You guys haven't suggested the beach yet. <laughs> I will say that I was. I am surprised I haven't heard the word beach. You mean come that out of I haven't yet. said it yet? A little bit. I don't know how Aaron feels about the beach, though. So, like, I don't. You both of you are the same. If there's sun outside and you have nothing to cover yourself with, you don't want to be there. Plus, sand. That's valid. Um, I see. Like that applies to me for the beach. I like to hike, though. Like, if you wanted to say, "Hey, you want to go see trees?" I would go see trees. <laughs> Yeah, we're not you going can show on me hike. trees. I, I like to, like, and you can't hike here. There are no mountains here, which drives me nuts. I like my mountains. I miss 
mountains. It was the it was the big thing that I was excited for about going to like forks and stuff like that was the ability to like mountain. <laughs> like there were mountains. I wanted to see mountains again. I wanted to see mountains again, Gandalf. Mountains. <laughs> I mean, we could go to Big Bear, but you don't want snow, so there's that. Um, no, I, I don't want to do anything that requires us to have possible chains on our tires. Like, okay. that's not happening. All right. Um, I just uh, wish California was fucking shorter because, like, I want to go see the stupid redwoods, and they're so far. I know. They're closer to fucking Oregon than they are you, and it's just like, I want to see the redwoods. I've never seen I the know. redwoods. I know. So, and I was just like, oh, I want to go see the giant ancient trees. I miss, I like trees. I like trees. We so. can go, t- I will take you, to, like, I won't take you, like, I can take you to Santa Monica. It's not that far away. But I can take you to Venice, where I like to go, even though it's full of the hobos and the crackheads and people trying to sell their wares. Why are you trying to sell me on this if that's how you're going to present it? I'm being <laughs> honest with you. I'm not sugarcoating what Venice Beach is like. I mean, there's a skate park. There's people doing their magic shit. It's like it's it's it is Hollywood at the beach, basically. But I love like, there's so many things to do in Venice. Plus, for whatever reason, any y'all do not come at me for this because I like Venice Beach water. Like, I don't drink it. Fuck that shit. But I mean, like, when I go swimming, Santa Monica, even though like it's a mile and a quarter away. Like, Santa Monica is dirtier to me than the waters at Venice Beach. Like, they have cleaned it up a lot. I have no frame of reference for any of this, so I don't have a comment. That, that, that is my spiel for the listeners that are going to come okay. at me about Venice being nasty. Okay. Um, I will say maybe they're not wrong because you did preference it with, like, you started the sentences with, yes, like, all the crackheads crack and hobos live on the boardwalk. You will find them on the boardwalk. You started the sentence with crackheads and hobos, and that I'm just is the like, vibe of um, Venice with all the artsy fartsy shit, and yeah, all okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't think we need that. <laughs> we'll be fair with you. I don't want to find a crackhead in the streets, like, and I will. You won't find one. You'll see it. Yeah, walk right like, by them. Be like, oh hi. If I wanted to visit my father, I would. So. <laughs> Like, let's let's be fair. I don't need to meet somebody who j- just is enjoys like a lot of weed and other recreational drugs. Well, I'm I just, just gonna I, say, like I just mean that Venice is very eclectic, and that's why I love going there. Not so much because it's surrounded by shitty people. It's just the vibe is different in Venice. Like, and I feel like in the winter because it won't be super crowded because no one's gonna fucking be there. Um, just walking up and down the boardwalk and seeing the shops is nice, but that's up to you. I'm not gonna force it. How cold does LA get, by the way, during the winter? Like, what should I expect? Hmm. Currently, it is what outside? Currently, it is 50. Okay. I'm sorry, it's 47 outside. Okay. I mean, we're looking at high, mid to high 60s all week with low 40s at night. Okay. It's not going to get any different than that come February. Okay. Well, that's fine then, so... Just trying to think of what I'm going to pack. So like, 60s um, is- I would say pack pants, maybe a pair of shorts, just in case we have a sunny day. Because who knows? Global warming is about to happen. <laughs> uh, shorts, uh, shirts. Uh, I would 
do like I thought I would just not wear a shirt the whole time I'm there yeah (laughs) maybe like two hoodies or just well you're not gonna be here that long so like a hoodie yeah I'll wear I'll bring my supernatural hoodie yeah so I brought my supernatural hoodie on the um cruise yeah I saw that it's a good hoodie yeah all right well that's good to know warm but like light warm yeah that's fair so and i i really enjoy the cold so the only thing i think i'll bring that might be extra will be gloves but like thin gloves because mm, i okay. i get hives so like, yeah that's true. on my hands so i had them today actually really i was i was just yeah like uh, sometimes after i wash my hands and like ah. i don't fully dry them they get cold and then like i was just looking at my hands and i was just like oh look i've got some and it's just <laughs> they're so common and it was just like eh, you know whatever so yeah. i think i've only had them really bad like a couple times it's not very often. Like, I had them really bad when we were on the cruise one mm-hmm. day, and we were coming back, and it was so fucking cold. I also had them really bad when you guys were here, uh, and when we came back from the pool, I was really surprised when I got in the shower to find them, like, all over myself, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's new. So, I've never gotten them, like, on my chest and stuff before, and, like, like I, all up my arms and, like, my everywhere I was wearing a bathing suit, and I'm just like, ha, huh, that was new. So, I was, uh, I, I learned something that day, and I'm like, huh, all right. Aaron's learning. I have really basic Jason churros. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we are not a big fan of the other ones either. Just yeah. Because I just want a regular churro fair i'm a basic churro bitch that's fair nobody nobody should don't at me about my churro preferences <laughs> give me just all right so we've talked a little bit about what we've you know things we're proud of in this past year and stuff like that i will ask what is your favorite image we have put out for the podcast my favorite image i'm gonna say it's the um the Order of the Phoenix. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really, really good one. I like that one a lot. What about yours? Uh, I would say the first two Twilight images. The, the I'm teeth? Re- uh-huh. I'm really attached to those. I, I'm not entirely sure if it's because I just love the design, because I really do love the design for them. But I love the uh, colors. I love the colors, too, but they were also, like, our first, like, uh-huh. real designs for it. And, like, it was just, I'm really attached to it because it's the nostalgic factor to it. But I also just happen to really love, like, it's it's simple, but, like, it's so millennial, like, just <laughs> us. And it's just hilarious. And I, I love it so much. So not episode art. The non-episode art that I'm very proud of, um, I'm probably gonna say, uh, ooh, really? That's actually kind of tough, because I want to say it's my Furby, but that was very basic. I liked the Furby, though. I like the Furby, but it's it's not very. It's very us, though. Like, it's very our generation and stuff like that. It is. I... I, I'll say what I'm really proud of, like a non-episode based art. Uh, the Planetary Deer Cup is like really <laughs> yeah. high up there for me. I fucking love that cup. So I want that cup image on everything I own. Okay, like I love that image so much. Yeah. From the Twilight era, my favorite non non released one is 
the I will end you cactus that no one's seen yet. That's true. Nobody's seen our uh, I will end you cactus yet. Um, oh, how can we forget sweet fields? I was looking at sweet fields. I love sweet fields. I do like sweet fields, and Erin will never ever forget that. No, no, she won't. Erin has to live with that forever <laughs> now. And you will never forget apple juicy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'll. Like, if I die before you, you're gonna say that at my funeral, aren't you? I want to have that image just blasted and the sticker to your coffin. <laughs> it's gonna be engraved in my headstone. It's just like. <sighs> I, I just. I, mm, mm, no. No. It's just gonna be there forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Um, oh, I really enjoyed the, uh, one I did for Twilight that was, um, the comic book looking one. Yes, the fuck Mary. No, yeah, well, no, no, the, uh, no, the original right. one for, right. yeah, for Edward and Jacob and Bella. <laughs> it has a Stockholm syndrome and everything yeah. like that. That was really up there with ones I'm real proud of. And I'm just like, mm, I... I deeply enjoy that image so much, and it's just like, I, I spent so much time on it, <laughs> I'm just like, I really, really need people to understand how much I love this image. So. It's a great one. It's, it's, it's it a is. good one. It's, it's really, it, it was something I spent so much time on, and I'm just like, oh my god. Um, now, my favorite one, I think, that you did is probably the Deathly Hollows images. Deathly Hollows. I love those. Those are... And, like, the reverse coloration of them, too, is so pretty. It's just... It, it's a perfect, like, color flop, and I love it so much. And that is... I'm glad it's you liked it. gorgeous. It's really, really gorgeous, and I'm just... I, I love that one. It's It really just looks like it should be, like, printed onto stuff. <laughs> like, book covers and stuff like yeah. that. It's really nice. It looks like it should be on, like, special edition versions of, like, the Deathly Hollows and stuff like Ooh, that. Ooh, that'd be nice. We could make that'd our really own, like, nice. uh, special edition, like, print... Like, we could make our own, like, dust jackets for these. That's true. We could do that. We could make little dust jackets and things like that. Um, so that, would, that would be really cool. Now, my question... Another question for you. What's your sure. favorite thing that what's your favorite thing that we reviewed so far? My favorite thing we reviewed so far. A favorite I, that so one of your favorites that, you know, you have you reviewed and got some, you know, and had fun with it and another one that you enjoyed my reactions to. Like if that makes sense. That yeah, okay. Okay. Let, let's there was a couple of times in there that the ones that uh, I got to introduce you to. It's just like, whoo! <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my favorite like movie thing or something that we reviewed. I'm gonna say, the because I've purely enjoyed your reactions to them, would be the first, uh, Very Potter musical. Okay. I absolutely adore that just listening to you react to it for the first time was amazing like i loved listening to you being like what the fuck what the fuck is this because that was so good and i just i absolutely i loved everything about it and it was it was truly like a 10 out of 10 um i'm trying to think of what 
I think that was probably my f- my favorite one for us to like review in a way of like experiencing your reaction because you okay. hadn't seen it before. My favorite one that we watched together, I would uh, I would have to say Home Alone is pretty high up there to be honest. I really enjoyed watching Home Alone with you. Um and like it's been a while since I'd seen it and everything too and I would have to say one of the early Harry Potter films is pretty high up there too because like the early stages of like really probably the first part of Sorcerer's Stone because like the really just went hard on like just <laughs> 26 seconds in and we all we and see is like, an owl uh, yeah, and it's just, like, lectures and, like, everything. That was really, really funny. And it's just, like, just oh, going don't and... forget our, like, me reading the Scottish edition on those. Oh, absolutely. Like, the first Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone episode is is 10 out of 10. 12 out of 10. Like, I really wish we'd had, like, the whole, like, Scottish book collection cause we could, so we could read passages from ev- oh, at every man, book stage. But, like, at the same time, nobody wanted to drop, like, $150 on these books to read, like, a paragraph out of them. But we should, at some point, do... Oh, this would be really funny, actually. If we did, like, an audio book, but it was reading the, um... Like, the Gen Z version of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's (laughs) Stone. We should do that one day. It's just, like, sit and read it. It just... That would be amazing. We could take like turns, like one of a, like reading the characters and stuff like that. Get like get like other people involved. It's just mm, 10 out of 10 okay. would be amazing. Um, mine would probably be the fuck Mary kill. Uh, we learned some things. <laughs> I learned some things about myself that I that would never have crossed my mind in a million years. Now, is that, are you including that as a part of, like, the review-style episodes? Because we were reviewing, like, creatures? Or are we talking, like, overall your favorite episode we've ever done? Other review stuff. But, like, that's also one of my favorites that we've ever done. Because, again, the would you rather Mm -hmm. get a full body massage by Filch or a lap dance by uh, Vernon Dursley? It's a horror show. Is one I am never gonna forget. And my answer oh. being, I would rather get a lap dance with Vernon Dursley in a G-string mm. than be touched all over my body the with Filch's bony, scaly finger that he probably <laughs> smells like a sewer. Oh. Just the thought of either of those things happening. Just, oh. Yeah. Oh. That's horrid. That's horrid. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. All right. What is your favorite episode we've done overall? You can have a runner-up as well, but you have to pick a favorite. Oh, my favorite episode that we have done. Work horror stories. Which one? One. One? One was really good. One was great. My... It's really in line with my favorite episode, which is Work Horror Stories 3. <laughs> it's very specifically 3, because I gotta tell you guys my most wild-ass stories that episode. So, that was that was the one where I told you guys all, like, the hardcore shit. So, like, that was really good for me. I just, so. I love the first one, because I got to tell you, like, I, I got your reactions from my New Orleans shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
And he's going, oh, she's, she's alive. She's alive. She's not dead? No, she's not dead. I'm so sorry to that woman. <laughs> I thought she was dead. <laughs> After she got... Well, well, I assumed... <laughs> What else are you going to assume after I tell you she got fucking railed by a dump truck? <laughs> like, you're just like, yeah, she got railed by a dump truck. It's just like, people don't survive that. So, she like, on a riding, bicycle. She was riding her bicycle with her headphones in and the dump truck ran into her. And I just like, first of all, I don't know how you do that as somebody driving a dump truck, how you hit somebody on a bicycle like that. But like at the same time, how do you survive that? Multiple <laughs> like, skin grafts on your legs. Oof. Oh my God. Yeah, that was, that was, well, I did really enjoy that episode for really setting the stage of for everything. the most fucked up shit for you, yeah. That has, uh, yeah, like all of the, uh, the castles and poor people's st- stuff that like really mm-hmm. just happened. It was just, that was entertaining to me of being like, people are, because Aaron was like, that's, that's just the backstory. That's not the stories. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, that was just These like the, the context ones? clues. Those are like the, the so like we have the context clues and then I get to tell the stories and it's just like, okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really. I think Work Horror Stories three is my all time favorite. Um, after that, I'd have to say it's either Sorcerer's Stone Part One or our um, our session zero of the D and D campaign. Okay. My runner like, up, dealing with the festival was a lot of fun. So my runner up is either Fuck Mary Kill or Sorcerer's Stone Part One. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Notice we don't say Twilight Part One. <laughs> no, because we had to listen to that shit nine times. <laughs> I think if we both had like a least favorite episode, it's the first two Twilight. Twilight. Movies. <laughs> the amount of times we saw that movie was just. Fucking awful. Oh. Did Aaron send you the uh, the story of? Because um, she sent it to me, I know that, but um, of her one of her favorite authors, who decided he's going to finally watch Twilight. Yeah, yeah, watching Twilight while he was uh, mm-hmm. he was drinking something, right? Yeah, yeah he was drinking uh, like bourbon or whiskey or something. Yeah. Yeah, that was, oh, people's very first reactions to Twilight are always really, really good. Like, I love, like, watching people just be like, what the fuck? Yep. Especially, like, as an adult, too. Like, as a teenager, some he's of it's a, He's a like, writer, and he writes yeah. really good stuff, and we're just like, bruh. Yeah. And, like, as, as like, the adults and everything, like, as you experience it for the first time. As teenagers, it's, like, it gets, it's a different experience, but, like... Going back and watching it, or watching it for the first time as an adult, like, the older you are, the worse it is. The <laughs> so worse like, it gets, bro. And it's just like, mm, 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 mm. Don't like, forget mm. to bring your allergy pills times, like, a hundred when you yeah. come here. <laughs> I am aware. <laughs> I have three cats, and you have eight, so, like... And a dog. <laughs> Yeah. And a dog. It's like, I have three cats and two dogs, and you have uh, eight cats and a dog, so... We're going to be spending a lot of time outside. <laughs> so. uh, depending on where you decide to sleep uh, will determine which cats you end up sleeping with. That's fair. If you take Everyone's my room, quick... you will get Marshy, Lilith, and probably Minig. Um, if you get the couch, you'll probably get uh, Cookie and Misty and Oreo. 
I get to meet the cat version of me. Yes, you get to meet the cat version of you. I forgot that I get to meet myself. Oh. <laughs> when I get there, you have to take a picture of me with me. I, Misty, meet Misty. Yes. Misty. She's sleeping right now. Oh, do, do you I get see, to meet the cat. Do, do you see that? The, yeah. Yep. That's her right there. That's me. See, I'm always there haunting you in some form. I send her messages of ways to troll you throughout the day. <laughs> yeah. Like shitting under the bed. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot I was going to get meet a uh, cat version of me. And you get to meet our mascot, Cookie. Oh, that's true. Get to meet Cookie. We still need like a picture of Cookie. Yeah, I know. Put, like, um, I'm, I'm working on it with Jess. <laughs> oh okay so we've talked about the things that have happened so far in like this year that we've had the podcast and next year will be our like our well after like march will be our second year as a podcast and all that what are some of the things you're looking forward to in the coming year spoiler alert reviewing star wars oh god yep Reviewing Star we are Wars. really our our list of things that we're gonna watch is like it, it gets longer all the time but like at the same time it keeps being it keeps adding things to it that make me suffer so <laughs> like, here's here's the, what we're here's how misty's gonna suffer in 2023 with the podcast mm-hmm. just to to top some of the things that we're gonna be covering star wars mm. indiana jones will be fun for everyone around that's uh, fair. Back to the future. You guys are re- like you thought. I ranted with fucking uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. We gotta watch Indiana Jones. I have a degree in archaeology. You gotta hear some stuff, okay? And I am ready. Yes. Um, Back to the Future. You know, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the John Hughes films, the... Pretty in Pink, uh, uh... Breakfast Club. 16 candles. <laughs> Look, if there's anything anybody who's listened to this podcast for very long has learned, I am a movie. I can't. I, I, I want to say movie snob, but like at the same time, I watch $20 budget beaver zombie movies. But like, I don't like to watch movies that were made like before. 2000 and even that's reaching back there kind of far so like watching the original star wars movies is gonna be painful now is that just because of the cgi or what because like there's really no it's a lot i am a cgi snob in a way like i don't care like if it's terrible like that's fine but like it should look decent if it's supposed to be a serious movie a movie like the moose movie zombie beavers santa shark like it's gonna look stupid velocipaster i know that it's fucking called velocipaster there's no way to take it seriously but like in real like movies that you want to like look good and be like good like star wars and stuff like that okay i'm like floating the little spaceship on the little string and like it's a lot better than that okay Hmm. i've you forget i have seen snippets of star wars okay like the the terrible CGI, the incest I could do without, just like off the bat, uh, you you know, like that. And actually, you know what? Let's just put that at the top right there. Like the, I could do without the incest. It's, um, it doesn't go sure. far though. Like she kisses him. Like they have no idea they're siblings. She kisses him to make Han jealous. 
Yeah. And who that's did she end terrible. up on? And, like, you kiss somebody else to make another dude jealous. Yeah. Ain't great. So, like, it's not a good thing. It's not. And it's just, like, I, like, you and me and Aaron are gonna, are gonna, like, review Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And that will be the thing of, like, the dividing line between <laughs> where the Star Trek nerd versus the Star Wars nerd shows, okay? Like, no. Y'all are gonna see some shit. Like, the I was actually thinking about Star Trek versus Star Wars the other day, and I was thinking about, like, the, like the, the differences and what I like about, why I like Star Trek so much more than I like Star Wars, because I just don't care for Star Wars. But, like, Star Trek to me, it, like Star Wars in the fu- is like in the future. It's space like Romeo weird. and Juliet, basically. Uh, no, that is that's a specifically one of them. Okay, you have space NASCAR and space Romeo and Juliet, and then like you've got half of the one. Like I saw like the one with the the new chick and whatever that that's was supposed space to Romeo be. Space Romeo and Juliet. That's space Romeo and Juliet numero dos. Um, numero but, dos. But uh, and uh, like episode two. Oh, yeah. It's Space Romeo and Julia. That's the one that came, comes after Space NASCAR. Yep. Um, but, like, like Star Wars is fighting in space. Like, basically. It's it's uh, it's war and fighting and the good versus evil. Like, that classic, like, you know, good versus evil, fight, save, and liberate, and, like, all that stuff. Okay. It's, like, it's kind of, like, set in the future, but not in the future, like, a f- world-adjacent kind of a mm-hmm. thing. It's, it is fully... To, like, I don't think they ever mentioned an Earth, like our planet, to my knowledge. No. Uh, I don't think that exists in the Star Wars universe, despite the fact that humanity exists. So, like, it could be set in the future, it could be not. You know, who knows? It tells you pretty much right out right out in the gate in the confusing way of, like, a long time ago, sometime in the f- future, or whatever, however the fuck it starts, whatever. But Star Wars is war. It's a fight. It's a mm. fight for good and evil. Like, it's it's that's what it is. I like Star Trek because it's a realistic, positive future for our planet. I like the idea of thinking to myself that Star Trek is possible. And not just because, like, space travel is possible. But it presents you with a future of humanity where we don't fight with each other, we... Our planet's not dead. We didn't desecrate ourselves. Like, the the war and the famine and, like, the hunger and the disease and everything. We went beyond that. And we didn't take those problems and put them out into the universe. Star Wars, to me, is all of the problems on Earth, but now spread across, like, solar systems. But Star Trek is, like, those problems that we have now don't exist on the version of Earth that's in the future. And, like, if we go to space... I don't want us to take the shit that is our planet and spread it across the universe. I want to think that the future in space is us going from planet to planet and, like, civilization to civilization to learn and to, like, interact with new people. Is to go to new planets to experience new things and people and, like, learn something and not just take the shithole that is our planet and then just experience it across the rest of the universe. I like the idea that the rest, like, somewhere in the future, going out into the universe, there are better things than what there are here. And Star Wars, to me, is just what we have here on an intergalactic scale. And it's just kind of like... That's fair. I I like Star Trek 
because it gives me a version of the future that I would prefer Earth to have. Like, I feel like it's very divided in, like, as a species, we could go one of two ways. It could, we could go into space, and it could just be more of this shit, just with more planets and pe- people and species involved. Or we could go into the future and do something better and not... Like, I know there's, like, fighting and war and everything, like, in Star Trek, too. Like, but, like, that's not the purpose of the Federation. It's not the purpose the people of Earth went into space for. Like, we went to experience it and learn and stuff like that. And I like that idea better. And, like, I just want that version of the future better than I do more of this out in the universe. You're so, I'd like to think we're... <laughs> like, fuck off. I'm sorry. Do you want us to take... The the plagues and the suppression and, like, the enslavement and the war and the famine and the disease and just spread that through the universe? No, I want this planet to blow up. I mean, sure. But, like, I'd like to think that the other... Because, like, in Star Wars, there are other species and they're doing the same shit we are. There's war, there's famine, yep. there's disease, there's the suppression, there's, like, all this shit. I'd like to think maybe the rest of the universe isn't There's like something that? else. That's out fair. there, you know? That's fair. Like, I'd like to think that there's not just continuously more of this, because more of this is depressing. I'd like to think that at some point, even if it's not our species that has its shit together, like, the Vulcans had their shit together. Mm-hmm. They went through all of this shit. They warred with each other in more ways than we ever thought about it, and for far longer than we ever thought about it, and they managed to get their shit together. So, you know, like, I like the idea of the fact that, like, you know, our planet sucks. It's nice to think that maybe the rest of the universe doesn't suck as much as we do. Correction. Our planet does not suck. Earth is pretty cool. That's it's everyone that lives on Earth. sucks. Our sucks. species sucks. Yeah. So, like, I like to think of that. And if you ever fucking call me a hippie again, you're not, <laughs> uh, not going to survive when I meet you. I see no, you person, not even so. if you marry someone and your last name is Pine. I won't change my last name. That's my... Do you under you understand? My father was an actual hippie, right? Like an actual hippie. Like there was a severe period of time his hair was longer than mine. Okay, oh my God. like like no, don't Ew. call me a hippie, girl. Like that is the ne- only other worst thing you can call me is Missy, and I will fucking fight you. I don't care how much I like you. You call me a hippie and you call me Missy. I you there. I'm so sorry to your mother, but she's going to need a new daughter. So. <laughs> so, if I tell my mom this, you know she's going to come right up at you and meet you and be like, Hi, Missy the Hippie, how are you? For the sake of our friendship and your survival, let's not do that. <laughs> I don't have a lot of pet peeves. That's my number one pet peeve, like right fucking there. It's getting, it's calling me Missy. And call, like, no, I, this, I think I fucking hate is that i have the coloring that makes the hippie colors look real good like my really long strawberry blonde hair on like that weird tannish orange hippie style 70s color Mm -hmm. just fucking matches okay i hate it i fucking hate it and it's just I hate it. So much passion. I hate it. And it's just like, and there uh, there are certain colors I just can't wear because I'll look at it and I'm like, I look like a fucking hippie that just walked out of the Straight 70s. out of the 70s. There is no me spreading peace and love. I spread war and chaos, okay? Like, <laughs> fuck it. No. 
No, I will not. Whatever the opposite of the peace sign is, I'm spreading that around. It's 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 literally the middle finger. I'm walking around with that, not a peace sign. I love so, it. you you know, like mm-hmm. I'm watching you. Yep. I'm not fucking watching you. There's not a, we might be on opposite sides of this country, but that ain't enough distance to help you. <laughs> it's like, so mm-mm. true. Mm-mm. Uh, like I, I fucking know where you live, girl. I take a special trip right out there. Yep. I'll bury you in that California desert. Yeah. So the future of our podcast, <laughs> Ani getting murdered because she called me a fucking hippie. <laughs> so. This is my last will and testament before Misty has officially obliterated me. <laughs> I won't even be able to release the episode because, like, it has, like, my confession statement recorded <laughs> for the world to hear. Oh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. What else do we have in store for next year? Um, We're going to... Oh, we're going to start... I hope we're going to start the new year. If not starting it, it's going to be the next episode in Legally Blonde. I am... You have no idea how happy I am that we're going to watch Legally Blonde. Why are all of the movies that we have listed for this coming year ones designed to make me suffer? You are going to like Legally Blonde. I know you are. Just, I, oh my god. Because between that, we also, we've added to the list Mamma Mia. No, we're not watching Mamma Mia. No, I already agreed that I will never suggest Mamma Mia, like, seriously. I will joke about it to torture you, but I will not be like, let's watch Mamma Mia. Thank God. Oh my god. The amount in which I did not want to watch Mamma Mia. We already had a discussion. Sh- I made the deal, signed, sealed, delivered. I'm not going to make you watch Mamma Mia. That's fair. Okay. I, I do appreciate that. So. But we are watching My Big Fat Greek Wedding for Easter. That's fair. I've seen that before. So I, I do like that movie. So I've never seen a sequel because I know there is one, but like. It's okay. I, have... I like that they're making a third one currently. Oh, well, that's cool. Where they're in Greece. Oh, well, that's cool. Um. One of the other things I think I'm looking forward to, besides actually, like, coming out to see you guys for, like, the one-year podcast anniversary, uh, which will definitely be a lot of fun. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys and all that, so. On our turf, yeah. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. So, I'm looking forward to spending some time in a city that doesn't fucking have humidity, so. Yeah, nice and chilly while you're here. I wonder what my hair will be like in a place that doesn't have humidity. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. That'll be interesting. So, it feels so short now that I trimmed a bunch of stuff off of it. So, so what are you looking forward to other than being with us? Um, I'm, besides being with you guys, I I'm looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to us listening and like doing the review on Indiana Jones because I I'm gonna get a really just bust out some of my archaeology knowledge. Yeah, I'm gonna use all that often. That'll be really nice. Um. I think I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, like I'm looking forward to seeing some movies I've never seen, you know, which which would be nice because there's a huge list of movies that we have and like there's a bunch of them that we haven't seen. I'm also looking forward because we talked about it and uh, about doing a review of a couple of Disney movies. Yeah, we still haven't done those. I am looking forward to like sprinkling in a couple of like Disney movies in there. So I would really like to see that and like kind of like go ham on that. And um you know, some of the things that we we do along the way, and I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what you and uh, Aaron come up with uh, for the next parts of our D&D campaign. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to see how we evolve in D&D. 
and just the sh- like we d- we literally spent like an hour and a half today talking about your spells and like I, me suggesting spells that I could just see the chaos forming early. Dragon's and, breath. Like the catapult spell. <laughs> I just chuck something and like it goes straight. Yeah, it does. It goes straight at like 90 fucking miles an hour. Or some shit like that. I can chuck a penny for 90 miles an hour and off go someone's head. Yeah, and it's just like, ookie dookie. So, it, like, I when I saw that, and I was, I, that one in the Dragon's Breath spell was just kind of like, oh my god, Valkaria is gonna, like, eventually one day if she gets wings in the Dragon's Breath spell, I was like, spell, you're just gonna destroy cities. Yep. <laughs> breathing fire and acid and whatever else I want as I fly over people. Yeah, I'm just like, she will be the dragon people hire us to defeat. (laughs) We could make money on this of her, like, pretending to be a dragon and then, like, us being hired to, like, go get rid of the dragon and we go get rid of the dragon and then then just go from town to town making buttloads of money defeating dragons that are actually Valkara. Yeah. And it's just like I have our own scheme going on, and it's just like there's a a greater image spell, like it's an illusion spell, mm-hmm. and you can make like whatever images you want, basically that are really big, and like it comes with all the sounds and the noises and all of that stuff, and just you just illusioning a giant dragon flying <laughs> over the city, and it's just like breathing fire or whatever you want to, and it's just like oh, oh I love God. it, God. And I just like, and I, I, I just, I think of these things before I make suggestions. <laughs> and I'm just like, How and do you I? still make the suggestions. I did, I did still make the suggestion for Dragon's Breath. So, because I could just see you doing these things, and it's just like, oh, this is something she'd enjoy. So. Oh, I would 100 percent enjoy that. Oh yeah, and just like going around and just like, I'd love to play with our characters one day with like a different DM, so I could just watch somebody else try to figure out how to combat this, and then just be like, how, how, and just like watch like the the complex expression of like, how do I combat somebody trying to shove a fish in to do and i just like i would love to see that one day but at the same time nobody else is allowed to be your dm like for example for like this campaign so like fuck it but truly truly one of my top favorite moments of the podcast so far is valkaria and her fish so you loved it so much you bought me a fish i did i bought you a uh, fish clutch so like you know I, I, I enjoy it. I'm not sure how much Aaron's going to the first, after the first time you hit her with it on accident. I already hit her with it after I, after I unboxed it. That's true. So, but I have it uh, in a text message format that I'm not liable for any yep. damage that she may take because of that fish. So. <laughs> so that is on you, girlfriend. So. Yep. Sorry, Aaron. Love you. <laughs> don't lose an eye to a fish. No. Maybe an arm, not an eye. <laughs> he's, he's like, it's fine. I'll figure out how to chop her fucking arm off with a stuffed fish. Because I always have to be hitting her arm with the fish because that's just what's going to be in range. Oh. It's actually a piranha. I bought you a piranha. As well. He bought me a piranha. <laughs> Valkaria is sticking a piranha in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Loses 
a boob. <laughs> just like, more room for fish. I'm so worried about when you level up those grunchy gloves and get like your little compartment and that can just be used as a fresh a fish like freezer and could just store all kinds of things from dead bodies to fish in it and I'm so worried. I'm mostly (laughs) thinking about dead bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Torture chamber. Yep. You just only have, like, ten minutes of air, which mm-hmm. gets divided in half every time you add a person. So, you have five minutes to torture somebody. Now, when my little pocket of space, because I think it was at level 15 or 17, it goes up to, like, 100 by 100. Mm-hmm. Does the amount of time and air increase, or no? Um... It is technically still the same amount of air. Like, it's only about 10 minutes worth of air, technically. But we could discuss that as you get closer to that. Okay. So. But, uh, because, like, when you hit, like, the maximum level, if you want it to be, like, a, a your own personal library or something like that. Because, like, well, we can work on it. So. Okay. But at the moment, yeah, there's an air time limit. I don't need Valkyrie with an infinite dimension space all to herself. So. No? The, Whole villages will be emptied out. Like, no. (laughs) There are characters you guys are going to meet in the future, and I'm just worried for them. So excited. I'm so worried for some of these people that are just going to kidnap, and I just know it. But it's not going to be the ones I expect, and I know that, too. (laughs) It's not going to be the ones you expect. (laughs) It's not going to be the ones I expect, and I'm just, I feel like you're going to just scoop somebody up one day, chuck them through there, and there you go. So, it'll be... An adventure, mm-hmm. to say the least. So, oh. Question yeah. for when you're here. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. Um, do you want to go to the Getty Villa or the Getty? What's the difference? The best way that I can describe it is the Getty Villa. The Getty is a lot bigger. It's the one right off the 405 freeway that you see on the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got everything. Paintings, pictures, drawings, um artifacts whatever the villa is more statues and artifacts and i personally like the villa more just because it has more like artifacts and shit yeah because i don't really care about walking into a room and seeing like a bunch of oil paintings like i just sorry i don't care um i think either way would be fine with me whichever one you guys think would be the most entertaining that's that's fine all right let's see what i can find have a particular preference for it one way or the other so cool especially because i haven't looked at i i looked at i double checked that the getty uh, and that i wasn't getting it confused with the guggenheim because i fucking hate the guggenheim so that's new york <laughs> yeah i know but like i never been to either of these museums but yeah, i have okay. a personal grudge against the guggenheim, guggenheim and i was just making sure that i was thinking of the correct museum and, uh, yeah, no, I fucking hate the Guggenheim. It's the most useless museum I've ever seen in my life. Okay. So, their digital website is actual garbage. Like, actual garbage. It offers you nothing on any level. And I'm just like, great. So, and for anybody who's listening who'd like to argue me with me about that, um, my PhD is going to be a fuck ton of pages of arguing why it's a shitty thing, along with a bunch of other ones, including the Louvre, for the record. The Louvre and the Louvre, website. all right. The Louvre has a garbage website. 
Like, uh, honestly, I'm pretty sure it was made by, like, a seventh grader in their first attempt at building a website. Okay. So, okay. Somebody gave access to Google Earth, too. <laughs> Google Earth, the fanciest thing on there is saying something. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything that would be interesting as far as the exhibits go, so we can just go on, like, look at shit. Alright, well, that's cool. Garden tours, architecture tour, collection tour, exit. Nubia, Jewels of Ancient Sudan. So is there anything else that you're looking forward to in the next coming year? <sighs> I like the idea of experimenting with new types of episodes, you know, like different kinds of like reviews and different like types of tea times and stuff like that. Maybe just a couple different like concepts of things. I'm excited to see... Excuse me. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how our our ideas into um like get conceptualized, like how we actually approach things. You yeah. know, like if we're gonna review something, like maybe make it better. Well, I mean, we 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 will eventually, yeah. but like figure out how like to make it smoother, more, yeah. um, like how we evolve over time. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. We're still doing it just for fun, so. Yeah. But, like, we've the amount in which we've improved from that first Twilight episode to now is it's loose and bounds. So, like, I am curious to see how we do in, like, the next year and, like, how much our episodes change from now to then. Because we'll go back one day and listen to these and be like, wow, these were not nearly. Yeah, we're going to go back and listen. Now. We're going to go back and listen to Twilight, like, three years from now and be like, good lord. <laughs> Maybe I'll skip to, like, Eclipse or something. It's just, like, work horror stories. Something like that. Anything like that. But, you know, I'm interested in seeing out the new types of episodes we come out with. Because, like, we've tried a bunch of different things so far. And I'm Mm -hmm. curious to see the new things that we do. Um, I would, like, we have a uh, future episode somewhere along the way planned of, like, reading um, weird shit from Whisper. The <laughs> that's and, right like, i've been posting some weird shit on there and uh like just maybe some things that we find maybe like an the episode of like reading some of our text messages totally out of context i will say like as a part of like the podcast and everything like that one of the things that surprised me the most over the, the this past like year of doing this is how much our audience has grown in such really unexpected ways. Like I wasn't definitely not expecting to have an international audience this soon, let alone to reach so many different like corners of the globe. Yeah. I wasn't thinking that we'd make it past like our group of friends for a while. I really like beyond like 10 people. Like we hit, when we hit like, 50 followers on Instagram. I was like, wow. Holy shit. And then we hit 100, and I'm like, what is this? And then it just, it, we hit 1,000. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, what is this? And then we look at the map, and it shows us, like, you know, like, the world, and there's people from, like, New Zealand and, like, Australia to different parts of Europe and, like, South America and North America and, like, all of these different places. And it's just, like, it's really impressive. Like we, one of our top countries of people, like where people are that they listen, is India, and you know, and Argentina is really high up there. And I'm just like, that's so 
cool because it just means that we get to connect with so many different people from so many different places and i'm really really glad that so many people enjoy this <laughs> like it, this this weird thing we decided on a whim because of twilight that people enjoy i will say for all my uh i know this will be released after the cup is over but to all my argentina fans viva argentina for the world cup let's go <laughs> that's fair let's go that's fair uh you know like it, it's just that's a really cool thing about the podcast to me. yeah it's just was it that was really unexpected that's probably the most unexpected thing that's happened with the podcast is, is also that. it is highly increased how much you and i communicate like we would talk that's true yeah we would talk on the phone like texting and whatnot yeah a couple times a week and yeah. then it just blew up to like every day, every hour, whatever. Yeah, and then day, I see you. Yeah. I see you physically once a yeah. week. That's where honestly, before it's been so great is actually just getting to see you and have like an actual conversation with you. And the fact that like we've known each other since we were since 2016. Up yeah. until me showing up to your place last year, we hadn't seen each other in five yeah. years. And now I see you once a week. Yeah. It's I love really, it. Really, it was really bizarre to like, like, we didn't see each other like physically at all, and like we would text like you know like maybe a couple times a week, and then and then it started being texting like every day, and then it was like all fucking day long. Like you're one of the you're you're literally like the first person I messaged <laughs> in the morning, you're, like one of the last people I messaged in the evening. You know, throughout the whole day, like, whether it's Instagram or Messenger, like whatever, constantly just talking to each other, and then. Like, once a minimum, like, once a week, we actually sit and, like, have multiple hour conversations mm -hmm. looking at each other. And that's so bizarre. And then, like, I got it. I will say, one of my favorite things about the podcast, besides getting to communicate with you more and actually see you, and then, like, having to, like, spread all of this craziness and this randomness with the rest of the world, is Aaron. I have to absolutely shout out to the fact that one of my favorite things to come out of the podcast is Aaron. Because... That was a absolute damn good decision you had to introduce me and Aaron because that 10 out of 10, 100%, mm -hmm. like, I love knowing Aaron and I love having her on here and I, I love, like, involving her in our chaos and then me getting involved in your guys' chaos and involving you and Aaron and I's chaos, you know, and just, like, all of this and easily one of the best things to come out of this podcast is getting to know Aaron. So, for sure. I'm very glad you all get along. Yeah. So, her hair and I have a lot in common, to be fair. It is uncanny how yeah. similar you two are. Yes, it is. And it's just like, huh. And it's just like, sometimes she'll say something and I'm like, that is the exact thought process that was in my head. And I don't even say it, because she did. So I'm just like, there you go. And then you'll get to meet Geneva while you're here, and she's excited, because she's like, oh, yay. Yeah, so that'd be really cool. And, you know, like, I just, it's really fun to just, that's really cool. It was really bizarre meeting Erin in person for the first time, because it felt like I'd met her before. Right? Because, like, I've seen her before, and I've seen her face, to, like, like video of her, like, talking to me, and stuff like that. So, like, because of the podcast, so meeting her for the first time was, like, a new experience, but not a new experience. It's really bizarre of, like, seeing somebody you've only known online for the first time. I get that. Is, I went to see, like, a couple months ago, The uh, I went to go see one of my favorite YouTubers, Daniel Howe. Yes. And 
I, for years, I have just watched him, like, on the videos. It was a very similar experience of, like, meeting Aaron, of, like, somebody you've only known online, and then you see them, and it's, like, it's both a new experience and a But very, it's not. And it's not. And it's yeah. just kind of, like, it's it's a new nostalgic feeling, and it's just, <laughs> it's like you get whiplash, and it's just like, oh, I've never seen them in the flesh, but I've seen you before. <laughs> and like, interacted with you. Yeah, and it's really, it's really, really bizarre, but it was, you know, like, it's great, so. But, um, but yeah, I I will say my top favorite things about the podcast, getting to actually talk to you more, which is fantastic, and getting to know Erin has been just amazing, and she's so, so amazing and fun, and I love having, every time she's on here, I know our chaos just went from a 10 to, like, a 15, 20, because I guarantee you she's going to cry when she starts hearing this shit. Good. I, <laughs> good. Damn it, good. Like, uh, Aaron, you're just absolutely amazing. And I love having you on here. And it's it's really, like, the three of us just fit together. Just so We well. do, and I love it. And it's just, it's it's absolutely awesome. So it's 10 out of 10, the, having this podcast. It's it's been a huge benefit in my life in ways I would not have thought of. So it's definitely strengthened our friendship. And I like, not that it was crumbling before, but like, we've just, we've hit another level of like, yeah. Friendship intimacy. That's fair. Like, and you're not wrong either. Like, that's exactly what it is. It's like, we've, we were good friends. We were friends, like, when we lived there and, and uh, in the same, like, city and everything like that, you know, and we continued to be friends, but, like, getting to do this is just something different and definitely easily one of the best friendship experiences I've had, so. Easily. And if I was going to do this with anyone, I'm so glad it was with you, so. Because I, I, I instigate. I will instigate the chaos. That's true. Like, I, I, I'm somebody who will talk about shit and then just never do it. And then, like, you were like, okay, well, let's do this. And I'm just like, oh, doing things. Oh, we're not just going to, it's not a theory. It's, no, it's we're actually like going to do a, this. It's like taking, a, like, a, a theoretical scientist and, a, like, a, a, like, a practical scientist and putting them together. And, like, I'll just like, okay, well, this is the theory. And you're like, great, let's do it. I'm short in territory. Wait, wait, the theory's not finished yet. Doesn't matter. Let's go test it. Yeah, and it's just, it's really bizarre. And it's just like, oh, we do things now. Okay, <laughs> like, when I come visit you guys, we're going to be doing stuff. And I'll be like, huh? We're going to be out doing things. You're, this is probably going to be the most social activity thing you're going to be doing for, like, the next couple months. I'm going to be a hermit for, like, a month afterwards. Because I'm be like, I hit my social quota for the next six months. So, yeah, what did you do, Misty? I went to L.A. For, like, four days. <laughs> so, like, woo. So, but, you know, like, I'm looking forward to it. So, Luckily, Aaron and I are not exhausting personalities. It's fair, yeah. Like, I, I've definitely been around those and people who are just like, great, the four hours is up, time to go home. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it'll be good. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for what the next year in the podcast has. And It's um, gonna be good. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to more, the, like, the art that I'm gonna come up with. I'm looking forward to the art, too. I'm looking forward to the one-year anniversary special episode of, like, Aaron asking us questions about Oh, yeah! Aaron's gonna be being uh, interview for us. 
Yeah, so, like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing that and, like, exploring, like, L.A. with you guys. So you can show me all of the weird in the... In all the, the weird. Attic. So, so... I'm yeah. gonna have you eat black ice cream. Okay, that's cool with me, yeah. so... Charcoal ice cream. All right, that works. Um, well, on that note, I do believe we'll wrap it up here. Anything it's, you it's, want it's, to it's been a three months shy of a year. <laughs> it's been nine months. It's been nine months. It's been a full pregnancy. This has been our child. Oh, God. <laughs> we have birthed our child. That's a horrid analogy, considering, like, both Neither of, of us want children. On. It's just like this is this is the wanted child. This is the wanted child. I'm like an actual child. Yeah, this is the one we want to deal with. Oh, this has been absolutely fantastic, and I can't wait to see what comes up next. Ani doing a weird dance. It's the weird dance section. This is see one of the reasons we don't do these with video. Is (laughs) can you imagine though, like. The like if our views went up because of how stupid we're. Oh my god, we hit five thousand followers on Instagram. We'll do a live stream. Okay, how's that? <laughs> Special five thousand follower video. Yeah, we'll do we'll do a uh, a recording of one of these episodes, but just like live and on like Twitch or something. Oh god. Yeah, God, I'd have to like dress better. <laughs> No, you don't. I mean, like, and not not because of like the shirt that I'm wearing, but like I would not. This this is not happening. You've so. seen you've seen me like fiddle with my fucking bangs all day there, like since I'm growing it out. This little like <laughs> this shit right here. Yeah. Like, what what is this? What am I supposed to do with this? Yep. Those stray curly cues. That's what happened to me, like, when I grew my bangs out, like, for the first time. And I was just like... <laughs> it's frustrating. But, um, yeah. Thank you guys just so much for everything. It's been amazing. I cannot wait to see what happens next. And I can't wait to do it with you. So I can't wait to do more with you, too. This is so much fun. And Erin, of course. We cannot leave her out. Erin is, like, whether she likes it or not, she's trapped in this now. She is yeah. part of this. So. She is part sorry, of this. Sorry, Erin. You're, you're trapped, but um, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. She's, she's, she's happily trapped here. It's fine. That's fair. That's fair. Unless Valkaria, like, ditches a fight to, like, rub fish on somebody again. <laughs> then she might have Then problems. I feel like Erin will be like, I'm done. Then we're gonna ha- we're gonna learn what a player versus player fight looks like, <laughs> and I'll give Erin an advantage if she physically slaps you. She's sitting there. I'll give you weapons damage for your fish. So. All right. It's like you get a plus three for fish damage, and she gets like a, a, a advantage because of her claws. So. <laughs> so I don't know where gets slapped in the face. Ow! What yeah. was that for? Just like on today's special episode, player versus player. Oh, that's what we should do. We should have like an an all out uh, like special where we just battle each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, we should do that one day. We should have just like a fight of like just like player versus player of like an an all out uh, battle royale. 
Y'all are not going to take it easy on me. I know that. No, but you also have the most powerhouse spells, too. That's true. You really get that uh, bonus action and reaction going. And, like, girl, you could do three spells in a a round, so. Yeah, I'm going to have to remember to get used to that. Yeah, so, you know, like, shit. And Erin can just fucking heal herself whenever she damn well pleases, so. So, you know, like, shit. We should have a Battle Royale episode one day. Oh, I'm down for that. Yeah. That's, uh... I'm gonna do my best to slaughter both of you, but like you got a heavy, you got two heavy hitters when it comes to magic. So like that would be Jazz's best interest would be to go first. So. <laughs> With your uh, attack damage bonus, yeah. Yeah. So like we'll have to like uh, wait and see how it goes. Like get you guys a little more familiar with some of your character aspects and do like an all-out like battle royale. That would be really fun. For sure. For sure. So yeah. All right, guys. Um, thank you all thank you. for this journey, for coming on this journey with us. And, we have much uh, more to come. Can't wait to see where this uh, crazy-ass ship goes next. Sailing the high seas of fuck all. <laughs> the high seas of chaos, randomness, and millennial suffering. <laughs> <laughs> millennial trauma. That just had the SS sorry not sorry generation. The SS uh, sorry not sorry is like is leaving. So, but yeah, this has been really cool. I can't wait for more. This has been amazing. Yay! (laughs) All right, guys, peace out. Peace. Peace out, Girl Scout. Bye bye. Bye. Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns. Swamp Thing listeners <laughs> podcast. Great. <laughs> welcome sw- Swamp Thing. Lovely or Dead Body. Sure. Thing. Welcome Swamp Thing. <laughs>